Hello friends, I'm Amanda Barr. And I'm Rebecca Lou Brennan, and welcome to Dance Principles United, the podcast. Together, we are passionate about helping studio owners with the business of running their studio. Join us as we talk everything from marketing systems, studio culture, motherhood, life, and everything in between. This is the Dance Principles United podcast. Hey friends, and welcome to the Dance Principles United podcast. Beck and I are here to talk all things Taylor Swift today. I'm so excited about this. Um, Amanda, you've talked about this for a long time <laughs> and we have watched that Taylor Swift journey. And you know, I think the cool thing about Amanda is she always reflects back on different events that happen within our world and how we can grow as studio owners or as business owners with that event that's happened. And I, I love that about you, Amanda. So, you know, I'm excited to hear your thoughts on how we can all be Taylor Swift in our business. My first question is, <laughs> did you buy Taylor Swift tickets? I did. And <laughs> BB had the biggest FOMO ever. She was so obsessed with this. She had a countdown on her phone. I'm not even joking from probably 50 days before these tickets went on sale. Mm -hmm. Tim, my partner, took the entire day off work and he does work for Dance Cirque, which is one of our businesses. <laughs> so um, just to be on the ticket sales for six hours. Oh my God. I'm not joking. He was on there for six hours. Uh, we did get tickets for BB and her best friend. And luckily BB also, thanks to Flair Dancer, is getting box <laughs> tickets, which I'm Clearly not going to, um, but tough yes. for some. Flair dance, we're just donating tickets to BB. It's, well, it's tough, crazy. It's a tough life that your thirteen-year-old leads. But the FOMO with mm. her and how obsessed she is with this concert, with all the things. And to be honest, Amanda, I'm going to say to you, before this whole hype, I didn't feel like BB was the biggest Taylor Swift fan. I mean, she'll swear that she was, but, but not really sure. No, mm. I don't think she was. Yeah, it's a hard thing. So, you know, I was interested in tickets too, right? Right. I've never listened to Taylor Swift. My girls are a little bit young, a little bit younger than BB. That mm. yes, they can definitely sing Shake It Off, but do sure. they know who Taylor Swift is? I'm not 100% sure they actually know who Taylor Swift is. Right. I don't think they could pick her out of a lineup. However, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The FOMO was there. Everyone was talking about it on Instagram. Everyone was talking about it on Facebook. All my mum friends were talking about it. Everyone wanted tickets to Taylor Swift. So what did we all do on that day? Sat on the bloody Ticketek website for hours and hours. Was it? I don't even know if it was Ticketek or Ticketmaster. Whatever it was, we all did it, right? Yep. Did you do it? I'd love to know. Like, were you the person who was sitting there for hours on end? Because there were so many of us that were. Because the FOMO she created about around it, oh my God, what a clever businesswoman. So clever. And mm. I'd love to think about like our concert tickets, Absolutely. for example, and how you could create the same type of FOMO yeah. around your concert tickets. Like a simple thing that I know we teach is to just do a countdown on your Instagram, mm. you know, two weeks ago, one week ago, five days ago. Like simple little things like that can create that FOMO. But what other things have you gotten from Taylor Swift that you think people could do in their own studio? Absolutely. So, you know, what did we see with uh, the Taylor Swift tickets. We saw a VIP launch, mm. whether that was the Amex pre-sale that some people got. And then there was like that VIP ticket launch. The tickets were more expensive if you got them two days early. 
three days early, whatever it was, right? Yep. So we've been teaching some of our Studio Growth Club members to do a VIP ticket launch. Some of them are doing it in ways such as, for this is for their end of year concerts. And some of this might work for you, some might work, you know, a version of this might work for your studio. You know, really think about what did Taylor do and what can I do to do this as well, right? Right. So a couple of our studio owners uh, that we've talked to about this, some of them are doing a VIP ticket launch 24 hours in advance. And it's only for, you know, the best eight rows of their show. Yep. Some of them it's like, hey, pick any ticket you want, but you've got to pay $10 more per ticket to get it 24 hours, 48 hours before it goes on sale to the general public, in inverted commas that I'm currently doing. You know, <laughs> what can you do? Because people love to be a VIP, right? Right, and like some of the things that people are including is maybe a free drink on arrival, oh. um, maybe like a special kind of package that they get. Absolutely. Getting, like you said, the seats of their dreams or like I know some people have done like the first two rows is the VIP. Yep. Maybe they get to go in early. Maybe they don't have to wait in a line. Like there's different things you could stack it with. Absolutely. Um, that gives them this VIP experience. But it's so smart, like so smart. And I think totally something we could take from that. Absolutely. You know, that was a big thing that Taylor did, right? Like, uh, you know, my bestie, T-Swift, she did... <laughs> Sorry. I'm not into Taylor Swift, if you can't tell. But, oh my God, she's a smart business smart woman. Smart business person. And 100%. there's so many smart lessons from it. So, you know, one of the things that she did was create those packages. If you looked at them, perhaps you did, they were a couple of thousand dollars. I can't quite remember. But... Four tickets, right? Four tickets that included, you know, four like t-shirts or like signed photo, you know, something crap that didn't cost her any money whatsoever. Co cost a couple of dollars, let's be honest, if she's buying them in bulk. You know, what could you do as a package for your studio owners? Could you include the, the concert t-shirt for the parents? Could you include a rose for their child? Mm -hmm. Could you include a drink, you know, from your theatre or mm. the drink and the cheese platter. Mm. You know, we've all had that when we've been to a musical theatre experience as well. Like, right. you know, the drink and the cheese platter at Interval or something like that. And obviously, uh, the cost that you're selling this for, you know, it includes the cost that you're paying to the theatre for the drink and the cheese platter, for example. And then some, because people love to be a VIP. Mm. You know what else I love? Like, mm. you had to buy four tickets. It's not like Absolutely. you can't buy one. You couldn't you buy it in a pack of three. Yep. You can't buy five. You had to buy four mm. or eight. Or It's like that in itself is smart marketing because mm. then you're like, okay, well, I actually have five friends who want to go, so we're going to have to find like another eight. three now. Yeah. yeah, it's that smart. Absolutely. And I saw that, you know, I, I had a couple of friends on Facebook, you know, people that I didn't know very well who bought packs of four tickets and they're like, hey, we have one spare, does anyone want to come with us? Mm. They obviously just decided to spend the money regardless. Mm, mm. And they're like, yeah, we'll just buy four and we'll, Find we'll invite someone. someone else. Someone will come. You know, could you do that for your concert? Mm. Maybe. You know, but could you sell it in packs of four? Could you sell it in packs of five or six? A family price ticket. You know, like we do that when we go to, we've been looking at theme parks at the moment. Right. We're on holidays together at the moment. And they have that like family price and it includes, you know, tickets for the four or the six of you and it includes, you know, free popcorn 
like popcorn doesn't cost anyone anything, right? No. But it values stacks. Right. And it just makes you add on extra tickets. I think mm. that's the key, right? Like mm. we want to sell as many tickets to our concert as we possibly can and trying to find different ways to do that and to create that FOMO in and around the concert is key. Absolutely. The other really interesting thing that Taylor did, uh, you know, we all saw it on Instagram, you saw it as well. They told everyone that the lines were going to be long on Ticketek. Ticketmaster, I still can't remember, whatever it was. But they said, expect that it's going to be a long line. Tim took the day off work, right? right. He knew that it was going to be a problem to get them. It's not like he thought that it was going to be easy and that he'd sit there, you know, at 8 o'clock when the tickets went on sale and click it and it would all be... He, he knew it was going to be hard. It was warned beforehand that it was going to be hard. And so warning beforehand, what does that do? Creates it makes family. more people jump online at the exact time the tickets come on sale. It, I don't know whether it creates more ticket sales. I don't know, but it makes them like, it creates that FOMO, right? It's like, hey, this is going to be the most popular event. We're going to sell out. If you don't jump on time, you're going to miss out. Right. So everyone jumps on. Right. And I think we totally can create that mm. with our studios. Absolutely. And I know that like we have had people lining up outside the door at the theatre to get the tickets mm. that they want for that exact reason. Like literally from 5am of the morning that the tickets are going on sale because they want to be the first ones in there, the first ones to get those tickets and to make sure that they don't miss out. But how do you create that? It's got to have that FOMO around it like Taylor did, which is exactly what you said. It's going to be crazy people. busy. Yeah, it's going to sell out, guys. It's going to sell out. So if you don't get in there, then you're probably not going to get tickets. And, you know, saying that to your families in a sense and allowing them to have that FOMO as well is mm. going to create everyone to get in there really quick. Whereas if it's like, yeah, you've got two weeks to get your tickets and... It's going to be fine. Just yeah. jump online. You yeah. know, I'll buy the web way the website's this. Right. You know, like, let's be honest. Taylor Swift didn't know her tickets were going to sell out in Australia. No. But she told everyone they were going to sell out. Mm, mm. So therefore, everyone believed they were going to sell out. So therefore, you know, two weeks beforehand, they're like, oh my God, I want to get tickets. What are you doing? I had it in my diary. I had it in my diary. I don't even like Taylor Swift. <laughs> and I had it in my diary because social media told me I had to keep that day free mm, for tickets to go on sale. Mm. You know, so have you told your parents that it's going to sell out? Mm. Have you told them it's the not to be missed, you know, event of the year? Because Taylor told everyone it was going to be, and therefore it became it. It's totally. like that, like self-fulfilling prophecy thing. Totally, I'm like flipping this a second, Amanda. But I know it's one of the things that yeah. comes up on Tribe and Studio Growth Club all the time. Is people say to us, "Do you limit the amount of tickets oh, per person?" Don't. Yeah. So, Amanda, <laughs> like, you have an amazing way that you used to combat this, though, because we mm. definitely don't want parents to miss out on tickets no, either absolutely not. so we're not about that but at the same time so i made a huge mistake with this through covid and when we had covid we could only have this many you know 50 percent capacity whatever. whatever it was in theater stupid theater rules yeah stupid theater rules so we did like a six and under concert an eight and under concert a ten and i thought oh i'm gonna have to reduce these tickets so i only made it that you could get four tickets per family and it's the least amount of ticket sales I've ever had in my whole life. And I regretted it so hard. Which is so funny because yeah. it makes no sense, right? No, no. Like by saying you can only have four tickets per oh, family. So annoying. Is, you know, I think there's that mindset. It's like, oh my God, 
okay, so there's only limited, but that's not how it works. People no. are like, oh, I won't I'll, take all of mine. I won't bring the, the grandparents. Yes, because oh, you can't bring grandparents from one family and not, not the, the other. other. Yeah, you and can't so bring you cousins, just, you can't bring uncles, right. so we just bring mum and dad. We just bring mum and dad and that's it. Yeah. And maybe, you know, sibling if sibling doesn't dance and that's yeah. it. And that's a big issue. But tell everyone what you do at your concert so that in case people missed out. Yeah, well, that's interesting. I've never limited ticket sales, even though I've known sometimes that it's going to be tight. I've sat there and gone, shit, there's a good chance I'm going to sell out of this. So I've always kept house seats. Mm, and so smart. I keep, like, let's be honest, quite a lot of house seats, like maybe like 30, mm. sometimes 40, sometimes 50. Right. I have a big theatre that seats 900. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, 30 or 40. 40, 50, depending on, you know, what kind of percentage it is. And I keep them as house seats. Right. The back row. Let's be honest, it's the back row. I keep a couple for my family at the front. Yep. And I keep them. And by keeping those house seats in there, it means, like, if I have 50 tickets, for example, if 50 parents miss out, I have one per parent. And I'm like... You know, oh, you missed out. Oh, my God. Yes, it was so popular. But, hey, I'm going to do you a favour and I still have one ticket, two tickets for mum and dad at least to come and just do it through me rather than through the ticket agency. Yep. I've got you. You know, or you can release them last minute. Right. You can release them on the day. You know, most theatres allow that, but I always would keep spares. You've started doing that too, right? I have. I've totally yeah. stolen that from you. And I think it's such a smart way to deal with it. Um, because that way, if parents do miss out, they're not going to miss out, and you definitely don't want to create wanna, that situation for any it, child. No. But at the same time, you also don't want to limit your ticket sales. Yeah. You know, you've worked. I know how hard students work for their concert. We all do. We want you to have the biggest success possible, and limiting those tickets is not the biggest success possible. No. Anyway, I feel like we've diverged. Is there anything else that Taylor Swift <laughs> did, Amanda, that you were like, wow, that is next level. I am so excited about Taylor Swift. Like, everything she does is incredible. It's right? incredible. Like, oh my God, her like re-releasing her songs, she's such a smart businesswoman. But my biggest two takeaways for studio owners is definitely, number one, like, create the FOMO yourself. Tell everybody that it's going to sell out. Mm. You don't know. Taylor didn't know what it was going to sell out or not. Mm. There might have been no one in Australia that wanted to go watch her. Mm. She doesn't know that. Mm. She, she told people that. Yep. She told everyone this was a big deal mm. and you need to come and see me. Yeah, so do that. the same for yourself. The other thing is think about a VIP option. Mm. Everyone loves to be a VIP. Beck and I, we're all about being a VIP. Oh, God, yeah. We want to pay extra. We're the type of people, both of us, we want to pay extra to have the lounge access at the airport. Totally. To be the, in the front row, to have the uh, champagne, to be, you know, there's all these things. We all love that VIP experience. So what kind of VIP experience can you create in your studio? Um, with your tickets, you can upsell things. There's so many ways to upsell those kind of packages. It can be so, so much value for you. It can be great for the parents, but it can be great for a revenue generating uh, 
planned for you as well for your concert. Yeah, and also for the FOMO. Like, I feel like that VIP mm. makes things seem so much bigger with the FOMO, you know, and everyone wants that. And it just creates that whole level of, I've got to get it so quickly and I've got to be there and I've got to do all the things to make that happen. And I think that's what she was gun at. And I feel like you guys can be gun at that as well mm. within your own community. You know your community well. And I think sometimes we get scared to sell, but I feel like, you know, you've got to have the same Taylor Swift attitude and get out there. Shake realize, it off. Yes, yeah, <laughs> shake it off, girl. Shake it off and like just really create I don't that know moment. any other Taylor Swift songs. That's obviously my I feel like you do because you did tell me one today. I'm, I'm not joking, guys. Like, BB has been talking to her best friend for the last three months about what the outfit. outfit. Oh, my God, the outfit planning. I've only been with BB for the last four days. <sighs> and the outfit planning on, on Taylor Swift is next level. <laughs> but that's how full on Taylor Swift has made it to these yep. girls. And that's what we've got to remember. And that's another thing, like getting excitement amongst the students as well, Absolutely. talking to them about ticket sales, getting them excited because they're the ones that then bring it to their parents. Like, obviously, I'm not going to go and spend this money on Taylor Swift tickets, but Baby's like, Mommy, it's the best you thing ever. You have it. to do it. So then I'm like, okay, we have to do it. Tim, you've got to be online for six hours. Absolutely. Like, we just make that happen because we are so emotionally attached to our children. If the kids are coming home from dancing saying, Mommy, you've got to get these tickets. It's so exciting and it's going to be the biggest thing ever and I'm so excited to perform for you. If you can get your teachers to create that oh. FOMO, that's, that's going to be next level, right? Absolutely. And I think that's such a big thing, like, we're about to wrap up, but now we're just like diving into a whole nother thing because <laughs> no, that's, no, that exactly, so that's exactly right. Yeah. And it's something we've talked about a few times. Like it's the teachers that sell that to the kids. Mm -hmm. And if your teachers are trained well, that they are teaching the kids those sort of things. So let's talk about it. Like the teachers sitting in the hip hop class and they're like, all right, who's come for concert in two weeks time? Did you know the tickets go on sale this Monday? Who are you bringing? And Susie's going, I'm bringing eight family and like eight of my family and friends. And Jessie's going, yeah, yeah, I'm bringing 10 of my family and friends. Little Susie's going to go home and go, who's coming to my concert, mum mm. and dad? Mm. Oh, is it just you two? Can you invite my grandparents too? Because everyone else's grandparents are coming too. Yeah. And that's what we want, right? Like right. we want everyone's grandparents to come. We want everyone's auntie and uncles to come. They're their best friends, their friend from school to see them shine on stage. Totally. So how are your teachers creating that in class? Yes, and like, don't just think to yourself, oh, my teacher should just be expected to mm. do that because that's not they true. Yeah. Well, they, they don't know if you haven't created the hype. It's the same thing. Like, you've got to create that hype. You've got to say to your teachers, we are so pumped. We know the more that's in that audience, the better those kids are going to feel and the Scream more they're going to be Scream and shout. Be, yeah. You know, be the kid in the audience, you know. Sorry, be the kid on stage who has the most audience members right. cheering for them. That's what you want. Yeah, totally. And uh. if we can create that and get our staff to create it, and it is getting your staff to create it. If your staff don't know, they don't know. If they know their expectation is to talk about concert for the next three weeks and hype it up amongst all of the kids and get the biggest members of audience in there possible, they're going to hopefully do that for you because you've trained them to do it. And that's going to create so much FOMO as well. But like, honestly, Amanda, at Pause, we have posters up Absolutely. with QR codes. Um, my staff are talking to parents in the waiting area about when tickets are going on sale. My staff are talking to kids about tickets going on sale. Like it is such an 
all moment. Everyone a, knows. Everyone's yeah. all about it. Everyone like knows that it starts on Monday. Don't miss out. It's Monday. Tickets go on sale Monday. This Monday, next Monday. Exactly. Like everyone knows, right? Right. We have yeah. the social media countdowns. We have the emails. We have the band posts. We have all the things. And, you know, like just to finish this up, how much work do you reckon Taylor's team and Taylor put into that marketing? Um, huge amounts, Huge right? amounts. Like and, huge amounts. They were and, showing outfit choices to wear. They were showing how to best support, how to be prepared, how to know all the music, how to, you know, all the things. What exactly. could you do in your studio? And one of the things Amanda and I know, and I'm going to wrap up with this, yep. but one of the things we know is studio owners who go all in and do all the things and i'm talking all of those posts i'm talking staff training i'm talking putting the fomo behind it they have the epic concerts right but the people who just do that one social media post and then say tickets it didn't work today. yeah tickets on sale today or tickets on sale tomorrow whatever and then they go oh it didn't work you didn't put the work in so like guys seriously think about taylor and success does not come without hard work. I'm telling you that right now. Mm. No one who's successful, like Taylor Swift didn't just luckily become successful. She is probably one of the work hardest workers. Yeah. yeah. And like we all have to realize that. So how much effort and work you put into it will be how much reward you reap. Absolutely. So let's all be like Taylor Swift. Woo! Shake it off. <laughs> Absolutely kill it for concert season. We want you all to have the most incredible concert we season. We do want that. And let us know, are you doing a VIP ticket sale? Are you doing a package? What are you doing? Let us right. know. Let us know how it goes. But whatever you do, go all in it. All in, guys. Hype it up. And we want you to make the most money and have the most epic concert of your life. Thanks for joining us. Bye, guys.